I'm always doing that. I always manage to somehow screw this up. Sorry, folks. Let me see if I can fix this. See, y'all can hear it on Mixler, but the video feeds don't hear it. And that's not good. So let's try that again. Take two. Whoops. Take three. Well, if we must, we must. I mean, you know, can't say is, uh, you know, we I can't say we shouldn't. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Firefox News Online, the only broadcast known to give you three different ideas all at the same time, and nobody, and I do mean nobody. Really, truthfully, honestly, can uh, say we didn't give you options. <laughs> anyway, um, I am going to switch. To the handheld microphone here. And bring on board Gunslinger from the Lone Star State of Texas. And from the Cajun country of Louisiana, Mike's in the house as well. Gentlemen, what's happening? Hey, is there anything wrong with the Mixler chat room? Because all I'm seeing is plus one elsewhere. Not seeing your name, not seeing mine, not seeing Mike's. I'm not seeing your name either. I thought maybe there was... I'll tell you what. Type something in the Mixler chat room for me. I did. Six minutes ago. What did you say? Well, you was talking about the the transgendered and all that shit. Uh, I said... uh, Well, after that, I said it's going to be a fucking invasion and... Hey, Elizabeth is getting more pussy than I get in a year's time, damn it. <laughs> I don't get it. There's something wrong with with the chat, all right, because I had to refresh to see it. Hmm. And I shouldn't have to. <clears throat> oh, well, that's okay. why I, I, kind of, I made the decision to switch to uh, D-Live. Yeah. Oh, crud. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, it could be worse. Anyway. Main thing is you're on the phone lines. Right. And so you know, with the, George, with the let, let me just address what you said in your in your talking points that with the transgendered and stuff. Look, I I know a few you know I know a few people, and 
they're basically they're not the they're not the fire breathing in your face you know people of that of the of the of the gay lesbian uh plus one whatever the hell it's called now movement you know and they don't tell me that i i, I know they i know what they are they don't tell me what they are they don't throw it in my face and i'm good with it because you know i can be friends with them i can you know and basically i think most of them or most people like that are like that now now they know they know how I feel about it. They know that you know being a Christian and being that I I believe in the Bible. I believe what the Bible says, and I believe that he said it. That settles it, and it doesn't matter if you believe it or not. You know that what he said about uh, homosexuality in the Bible. I believe it. You know that that it's a sin. Now, I don't throw now that that I don't throw in their face either, and and we pretty much get along. You know, if you don't if you don't throw throw things in each other's faces, well, some of them like that, but that's neither here nor there. If you don't throw it in each other's faces, you can pretty much get along with anybody. Well. <clears throat> Just a real quick note on that. When they throw it in your face, okay, and they have these queer-looking idiots go in there to school children, grade mm-hmm. school children, these drag queens, okay, they don't know whether they're a man or a woman or a, or a tree, and they start preaching to these young minds. Oh yeah, it's okay. okay to but have but your bear in mind what, what I brought up in my talking points wasn't about drag queens and all that shit. I understand basically, that, I but they basically, was... it's. A, I I understand that. I know the difference. Okay, I'm 57 years old. I know the difference. It's the same umbrella. They're all under the same umbrella. Okay, mm-hmm. whether it's a gay person, whether it's a les- lesbian person, or one of these freaks that you call a tran a, a, a queen, what drag queen, whatever. It all falls under the same umbrella, okay? Whether you look at it this way, whether you look at it that way, it doesn't matter. That is fucking wrong to go and teach these young, you know, preschool, you know, children this kind of crap, okay? That's sick. That is just sick. Anybody that is fucking just as sick as they are. Go ahead. Pisses me off. Okay. Now I now I do have something to say about that, okay? This Go is ahead. Just, this is my opinion. Go right ahead. <laughs> your opinion. Bottom lining, you can't lump them all into one category. I'll yeah, tell you, you why. Can, George. <clears throat> yeah, you can. Okay, then I don't have an opinion. The, the show is over. Have a nice you night, can everybody. Have, you, George, you can have your you can have your opinion all day long and until till hell freezes over. I don't care. Well, the, it's the okay, Bible who said, said you can't? Mike, it's like Mike you, said. Who, who, who sat there and just said you can? Just like Mike said. Okay, it's in the Bible. You you say that you're a you're a ordained minister or something. Yes. You be preaching well, against it. You know what? If if you're gonna if you want me to, to try and explain what I meant by that, hear me I'm out. Saying you said, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. 
I'll mute myself. Go ahead. The simple fact is, you can't, okay, a gay man is not a lesbian. By the same token, a lesbian is not a gay man. Can you, are they, are, are they lumped into the same category? No. They're still, they're still bound by the gender they were born with. That's the point I was trying to make. The bottom line is, when you sit there and, and, and say that they're all the same, no, they're not. If George, we have to, what you we, did, we're stuck. Okay. You, you just completely ahead, missed my whole point. You just completely missed my whole damn point. <clears throat> it doesn't matter did, whether you're, ahead, whether um, you're a man or a woman. If you're, if you're gay, you're gay. It doesn't matter if you're two, two females, two males. It doesn't matter. It's gay. It's an umbrella covering the whole subject matter. Whether you're female or, or male, that's irrelevant. Gay is gay. Okay? I mean, go look it up. Go look it up in Webster's Dictionary, for God's sake. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, and you're right. But it's an umbrella. No, you obviously, no, I, no, no. Obviously, what I said was absolutely wrong. I mean, you can take whatever you want to, but it's clearly stated in the Bible. I guess the Bible. I know now. it's in the Bible, gunslinger. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Obviously, every time I try to make a point, it's going to get, it's going to be made out to be wrong. So I'll just stop discussing this topic now, to spare all any aggravation and grief. All right. Uh, okay, that this story is now dead because there's no point in bringing it up, so I'll just get rid of that. All right. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot blames Trump for turmoil with Chicago Teachers Union. Now, how the fuck does she derive that? Oh, I forgot. Trump derangement syndrome. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, about she's that a too. fucking Democrat. Well, Chicago Lori Lightfoot ordered teachers back to school on Monday for in-person learning during a press conference on Sunday. Lightfoot added that her administration will take action against those teachers who do not report back to work. The Chicago teachers refused to go back to work anyway. On Tuesday, Lightfoot lashed out, not at the teachers' union, but at President Trump. The Democrat Party needed President Trump to have someone to blame for their failures. Their rants now ring hollow as President Trump is out of the headlines and silenced by social media. Lightfoot is just a clown at this point, and everybody knows it. The Chicago Tribune reported 
But although she told MSNBC Monday that the issue was uniquely local during a Tuesday appearance on CNN's New Day, she instead laid blame far beyond the scope of the city's dueling factions. Lightfoot didn't invoke the name of the nation's 45th president, but she suggested the ongoing impasse between Chicago Public Schools and CTU over whether it is safe to return to in-person instruction as early as Thursday stems from the failed vaccine rollout under former President Donald Trump. This is a very difficult situation, and we're in it still because of the the incompetence of the previous administration. So I think it's important for both sides to come to the table in good faith, recognize that we're both trying to work through a very challenging situation, but we must get a deal done, Lightfoot said to New Day co-host Allison Camerata. Gunslinger, you're first. Well, <laughs> these these people astonish me. It's getting more and more astonishing of what these people are doing. I mean, it's across the board. It's like it's like they're taking more and more crazy nut pills for for some reason. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> ever since dictator, you know, cheated himself into the into the presidency. This thing has gone downhill like a like a I don't know like a roller coaster going down a damn mountain, okay, up and down, but going down the mountain. It's not going up the mountain. It's going down the mountain, okay. And to what uh, the abyss? <laughs> That's where he's taking this whole country by doing all this stuff. Remember what I said? It's like a gigantic fucking spider web, and dictator himself is the is the spider right in the middle of, of the spider web and all these other things are connected to it well look at what he's doing he's just pulling all these in toward his evil you know his evil doings i mean you can't say that he that he's not because we're seeing it every day and every day we've seen it ever since he got it's gone downhill i'm amazed i am just flabbergasted go ahead <clears throat> Mike, go ahead. Again, this is this, well, what do we say? These the Democrats, yeah, yeah, Trump arrangement syndrome. That's a that's an easy. I don't want to say cop out because we know that most Democrats have that. All right, and it doesn't matter that he's out of office for you know. I mean, yeah, it's been, barely been what a couple of weeks now, whatever it is that he's been out of office. They still fear the fact that one, that one he can maybe he's probably going to run again. They feel their back, so that Trump derangement syndrome isn't going to go away. But this is the Democrats in a Democratic minority city trying to pull a power play over a Democratic constituency group that, generally speaking, has all the power over the Democrat. Right? Generally speaking, teachers unions usually get what they want, right? I mean, 
if you really think about it, all they got to do in certain places is threaten the sick out and whoever's negotiating against them folds, right? So, so what do you expect is going to happen? I expect that she's going to end up folding and giving them whatever it is that they want, whatever it is that the, te- the unions want, the teacher unions want. She's going to end up giving giving it to them. She's a Democrat. They're Democrats, and well, there you go. Back to you, George. Okay, on to the next item. Apparently, Facebook executives have admitted on video to meddling with the election. Backing Biden in the process. According according to One American News, a leaked video has exposed the far-left political bias of top Facebook executives. In a report by Project Veritas on Sunday, the social media giant's vice president of integrity, Guy Rosen, admitted they spent the last four years building a framework of political censorship. This included a mechanism to freeze comments on posts in order to influence the outcome of the 2020 election. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg apparently expects the Biden administration to cement big tech's monopoly on digital services in America. I think these were all important and positive steps, and I'm looking forward to opportunities where Facebook can work together with this new administration on some of their top priorities, he stated. Meanwhile, the platform's vice president of civil rights, Roy Austin, called for, a, called for all future Facebook products to come from what he described as a civil rights lens. I wonder whether or not we can use Oculus to help a white police officer understand what it feels like to be a young black man who is stopped and searched by the police, Austin stated. This comes after a recent statement in which GOP Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, warned social media platforms are continuing to work with the radical left in an effort to eliminate political speech they dislike. Meanwhile, cancel culture on social media is causing many Americans to self-censor both online and in real life. Holly warned this is developing a culture in which individuals are required to voice so-called correct opinions on social media, endorse the so-called right ideas, and conform to the radical left's divisive ideals just to earn a right to live in polite society. The senator, the, the try again, George. The senator <laughs> went on to compare America's emphasis. It's not funny anymore, Mike. I'm not laughing. I know, I know. The senator went on to... Uh, excuse me? 
No, never mind. Go ahead. I'm on mute. The senator went on to compare America's emphasis on social media influence with a social credit system used in parts of communist China. Under this system, the communist government and big businesses reportedly give Chinese citizens scores based off their social views and statements. This either makes or breaks their ability to get a good job, stay at hotels, or even be served at restaurants. Hawley suggested conservatives should not allow political censorship to silence them. Instead, he suggested they should stand up for the right to speak freely, debate openly, and address differences without fear of being silenced or punished for dissenting views, as these values have been central to American identity for generations. Gunslinger, you're up first. Well, anytime that you have censorship, on any platform, I don't care if it's Facebook, I don't care if it's Twitter, Twit, or whatever, okay? That's a direct violation of this country, okay? You have a right to free speech, no matter who likes it. Now, you've got to use some logical sense, and you don't want to go out there and yell fire in a crowded theater. That would be kind of stupid. You wouldn't want to do that. That, that would not make no logical sense at all. But anything else is, hey... <laughs> Open game, okay? But, see, this is the problem that we have today with the censorship and all this other PC political crap. It's not plastic crap. It's political crap that we see today, okay? They're so scared that they are going to offend somebody. (laughs) Hey, idiots out there, life is offending by itself. I don't need nobody to, to, to tell me that life is not offending you. Okay, <laughs> you go you go out there in the real world, you'll see how offend, how offended you get. Have you ever been turned down for a job? Was you not offended by that? Did you ever get cussed out by some other person? Was you not offended by that? Did you go run and hide in your in your little safe corner, or go to and go and tug on mommy's uh, 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 end, or go crying to daddy or or whatever? Oh. That bully at school, oh, oh, you know, give me a break, okay? You might, it might be okay when you're a little child, but when you grow up, supposedly grow up, it becomes more real because it's out here in the real world, okay? My parents taught me, they didn't, te- they didn't teach me fantasy bullshit, okay? They taught me the real world because my dad was in the real world. I'd be a VW master electrician for 52 years, okay, union, okay? So he knows what a real world, well, he knew what a real world it is out there at the time. Them some bitches will eat you out, eat you up and spit you out unless you stand up for what you, what you, what you believe and what's, what is right. And it's the same thing with all across these platforms. We're seeing it today. <laughs> you cannot sit there and tell me that I'm wrong. Because it's right, it's right on the end of your nose like a fly. Go ahead. Mike, go ahead. Well, I mean, what can I say? Gun's right. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's like it's like the, uh, yeah, yeah, they may say, well, you can't prove voter fraud. Well, yeah, you can't prove it because you want 
we weren't allowed to prove it, but the evidence is out there and it's right there for you to see. The evidence is there. Affidavits and all that shit, you know, it's there for you to see. Yeah, you'd like to have had the opportunity to bring it out in, in a courtroom situation, sure. But it's there, you know, just like the evidence of them blocking people on YouTube and demonetizing and all this shit that goes along with it on YouTube. And now, from what I'm hearing on other, what was supposedly a friendly place in um, in in Deli, but nevertheless, they've done it. And Facebook, of course, you pay for stuff on Facebook, and and you 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 ran into this, George. I mean, you you paid for stuff on Facebook or whatever, and and then had to basically have went away from Facebook in terms of you know doing anything in particular on Facebook, you know, video wise or whatever, you know. So it's like, yeah, because they do this stuff. They're losing people, but it's not have happening at a great enough pace to yeah. And Facebook once Facebook became a a a worldwide deal, you know, then losing a few million here in the United States isn't going to hurt them like we think it is. All right, so it's like. What else can we do? I mean, yeah, it might be a dying uh, platform, but how how soon will it die? I mean, I'm sure MySpace died relatively fast, but that was MySpace, and uh, that was because Facebook came along and it was a better deal. Now. Are there other places that are going to be better deals than Facebook? Only time will tell, right? So these guys that if they're – and what they did, basically admitting to it, well, well, no shit you interfered in our election. We knew that. Tell me something that we didn't know. Back to you, George. With, and with the social media plat- tech giants going after all of the uh, other platforms, uh, they're att- they're going after Gab, they're going after MeWe. They've already taken Parler out of the out of the equation. It seems to me that uh, no matter where you turn. Social media, wherever conservatives end up, social media, tech giants are going to are going to try are going to go after them until the only voices that are allowed to have a say are the are the liberal voices. And it's and I'm sorry, it's wrong. There is no excuse for that. And. The Democrats love the idea because they're not. <laughs> what are they doing? Having hearings, 
and more hearings, but nothing's coming of them. Nothing is, nothing is coming from these, these hearings. They still have their Section 230 uh, protection, but yet they're allowed to act like publishers instead of a social media community. And they're allowed to circumvent the First Amendment at, a, at the drop of a hat. I'm sorry, but somewhere along the line, somebody forgot to tell these uh, tech giants, your terms of service, your community standards, do not override the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. Not now, not ever, but... Unfortunately, that seems to be the uh, the the the, the uh, trend these days. Politic- if you're not politically correct, if you're not conforming, you don't have a voice. You don't have a say. Go figure. Now, I've disabled the chat in uh, Mixler because I can't see any of the names. The only way to see the chat is to refresh it, and I can't keep going through that all night long. That's just not going to happen. I sent a message to Mixler support, letting them know the problem. Hopefully they fix it. This is the second time in less than two weeks I've had to address an issue Uh, with Mixler, and the first issue was with the Mixler app on the cell phone. I couldn't log in. It kept giving me an error message. Well, they fixed that, and now I need them to fix chat. So until the chat is is working, I have it disabled, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Can't win them all. Now, you want to hear something really fucked up, America? It seems the White House wants to uh, get briefing questions in advance. Yeah. This is going to, this is, I sat back and I laughed my ass off when I read this. Because the whole purpose of a press briefing, before I get into this story uh, for discussion, is the reporters go to the briefing, they ask their questions, and they're supposed to get answers from the press secretary. And it doesn't seem like they're getting too many uh, answers forthcoming from uh, this press secretary that's there now, which is ridiculous. But yeah, the White House... Is being and and rightly so they're being slammed for it. So here's here's the story, and this is this 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 one was actually put out by Newsmax itself. 
dictator Joe Biden's communications team has, and they say president, I say dictator, because of what Joe Biden said in October. I'll remind you all of that later. Biden's communications team has at times probed reporters to see what questions they plan on asking White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, prompting concerns among the press corps. Three sources with knowledge of the matter told the Daily Beast. Leaders of a White House Correspondents Association Zoom call last Friday advised print reporters not to reveal to the White House press team their questions in advance. While it's a relief to see briefings return, the press can't really do its job in the briefing room if the White House is picking and choosing the questions they want. One White House correspondent said, that's not really a a free press at all. Spectator USA editor Amber Affey, who used to be a White House correspondent, told Fox News on Tuesday that the Trump administration certainly never asked me for questions in advance, and I suspect there would, be, there would have been universal outrage from reporters if they had done so. Biden's press team did not deny they asked for questions, insisting they were attempting to have a better relationship with the press corps than the previous administration, according to the Daily Beast. Our goal is to make the daily briefing as useful and informative as possible for both reporters and the public, a White House spokesperson said. Part of, the, part of meeting that objective means regularly engaging with reporters to understand how the White House can be most helpful in getting them the information they need. DePaul University professor and media critic Jeffrey McCall told Fox the tactic could make sense, but what's most important is whether this process is being used to stage the briefings or simply to prepare for them. I'll tell you what, this is just me, but I believe that they're, try, they're, they're picking and choosing what they want to answer so this way they control the narrative in the White House press briefing. And I'm sorry, but if you're, if, if uh, what they said about in regards to President Trump, um, and the previous administration having a better relationship, if it wasn't for the mainstream media attacking him at every turn, the relationship would have been a lot better. But instead, they lied about the president. They attacked the president at every turn. So what did they expect? And the press secretary, Kelly McEnany, was, in my opinion, she was a good press secretary. A damn good one. She didn't take any shit from anybody. And her, uh, the, the, the person she uh, took the job from, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, was the same way. So if, 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 if the White House under dictator Biden is having a problem with, the, uh, with a free press, well, then they got a problem. Because now if, you, if, if you're a White House uh, reporter 
and you're being asked what your questions are going to be before the press briefing begins, here's what I would tell them. Find out in the press briefing. That's where the questions belong. Because it sounds to me like the White House wants to uh, draft the answers, have them in writing so that Jen Psaki doesn't sit there and stumble all the way through like she's been doing. Gunslinger? Well, yeah, you're right. Um, it involves that press secretary, okay? Now, the blonde, the, she, was, she was a hot little cookie. Okay, she's smart, very smart. She didn't let any of these idiots uh, get away with anything. Okay, <laughs> I was I was quite impressed, but raghead, redhead. Now, this this idiot, well, birds of a feather flock together, don't they? She can't even. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, that's really a good press secretary. Gee whiz, wow. What do you think? I mean, <clears throat> it's always trying to hedge and dodge the questions that the reporters bring forward. But at least with the other one, the blonde babe, okay, at least she was right on the money. She was right on the cookie. I mean, boy, she she shut him down a lot a bunch of times, okay? And that that is a good press secretary, okay? But the one they got now is a joke. Just like the dictator in the White House is a joke. Go ahead. <clears throat> Mike, go ahead. Oh, you're he's right. I mean, look, you look at the last two, well, maybe even the last three uh, pr- uh, uh, Republican press secretaries, even going back to what's her name that's now in the, the five, Dana Perino, they never stumbled over their speaking. speaking. I mean, Dana Perino, yeah, you may think she's a little bit liberal, but she can, she's a good talker, and she can, she can, you know, she doesn't stumble all over. There's no way in hell that when her this person Saki's time, I would like to say there's no way in hell that after her time as press secretary that she's going to get hired at MSNBC or CNN or something like like Perino did, you know, uh, with at Fox. But she's a Democrat. And it's CNN and MSNBC, and you never know with these type of things. I mean, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, it's like you're listening to uh, Obama at times. Remember, Obama had this problem when he was speaking. He was always searching for the right words to say at the right time to make things come out correctly. Now. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, she's having to, this is a harder job than you think because of the idiot that's in the White House because you never know what he's going to say at any given time, all right? I mean, think about it. What? Think about some of the stupid things that he has said that they basically made go away through the press, but they may go away, and and 
you're gonna tell me that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get better at saying things that he wants to that he maybe wants to say. I believe that when I see it. So if you've got to always be sitting there saying, okay, what is my boss going to say that I'm going to have to maybe walk back? I mean, possibly walk back. If, 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 if the press was doing their job, all right, correctly, and they, and at some of these statements, when he makes these outlandish statements, you know, uh, they would ask the question, well, what did he mean by that? Would he like to say it in a different way or whatever? Whatever. I mean, that's that's the thing. Now, yeah, she stumbles all over herself, right, George? You know, so, I mean, and it's, it's apparent that she's living up to the namesake of the wine of the Japanese alcoholic beverage that she's named after. Even though it's spelled differently, it's pronounced the same way. You know, so, so I mean, what, why would, why would, and I don't know how long she's going to last as the press secretary if she keeps doing this. I mean, the, the Democrats, are, the, the press is probably going to be willing to do, to send in questions and test them out and all that shit, but it's going to be interesting to see how long they're going to be willing to do that. Back to you, George. Gun, you still there? Okay, uh, let me try that again. I'm here. Here you. She's going to try. What she's she's going to last a while, okay. And I'll tell you why I say that, because she's doing exactly what the Biden dictatorship wants. She is going to sit there and deflect, evade, and act as if she doesn't know what she's doing, because, well, that's not much of an act. It's actually quite obvious she has no clue what the hell she's doing. So the Biden communications people, or minister, the Ministry of, uh, as I like to, I'll refer to it as the Ministry of Information. You tell us what your questions are, and we'll decide if we want to answer them at all. Or we may decide to answer them. We just, we'll just. Uh, take your questions, draft our answers on paper, and that'll be your answer. And only the questions you submit will be the questions we answer. And if that's the way they're going to play it, then I've been right from the start calling it a dictatorship. Okay? Because only a dictator legislates the way Biden's doing. He has bypassed Congress. He's not answering questions. His press secretary is not answering questions because, quite frankly, I don't think she knows how to, what, what the answer is to begin with because she doesn't seem to know what she, she doesn't know how to answer the questions because Biden doesn't even know what he's doing. All right? 
he had been out of he had been out of a political office for more than ten years, and then he ends up stealing the uh, ele- stealing the White House, and he has no clue what he's doing. He even stumbled. I've got that story too. I'll bring that up in just a moment. Uh, he stumbled literally while making while doing a speech one day, just recently which is what he did when he was on the campaign trail, stumbling over everything. Now, I want to get some of the uh, comments from uh, Iggy Mom and uh, Cherokee Rose, uh, watching both on DLive and on Periscope. Uh, First of all, to Cherokee Rose, uh, who said, You look great tonight, George. Well, thank you. Uh, I decided to look a little dapper because, well, quite frankly, uh, why not? You know, and besides, my uh, my blazer is a little bit warmer. It's a little cool in here, a little chilly. I turned the heat up, but it didn't do nothing. So I put on my blazer to look a little more kind of, somewhat professional. Or at the very least, fake it till I make it. Then, of course, uh, by the way, Iggy Mom said hi to to me and to Mike in the process. Now, this in regards to the social media story. Uh, Cherokee Rose said, I think some of the smaller startup platforms will start doing it uh, in what I, I, I'm, I believe she means in, in regards to censorship. Um, afraid they'll end up like Parler. Now, according to uh, Iggy Mom, D Live is channel banning like YouTube. And Cherokee Rose kind of clarified her comment by saying, "Out of fear." Uh, Iggy Mom said there is a bunch of shows that she had to search for, including mine. Now, for those of you who are signed up with MeWe and Gab, the links to all of the to all the locations, the video platforms, the internet radio platforms, are on Gab, MeWe, and yes, there's I even put them on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash the FFNOIBN. MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online. And Gab.com slash Firefox News Online. So you you will find the links there. And also I email all the links to those of you on my private email list. So having said that, you get the links one way or another. So hopefully you're able to, uh, you won't have to go searching for it. All you got to do is check your email or check those websites, uh, those social media platforms. Um, I'm not sure what uh, Cherokee Rose was saying yes to, but okay. Uh, (laughs) Iggy Mom said, since the Chinese guy bought into this, it's gone to hell. Uh, bought into what? D Live, Iggy? D Live, yeah. 
What do you expect? I could say more, but I'll behave myself on the grounds that uh, sometimes my I open mouth and insert foot. We don't want that because it would look awful silly with me having a size 11 wide foot in my face. Besides, my leg don't don't can't I can't br- bring my foot up that high. Yeah. A, I'm not that flexible, and B, I'm just too damn old, even if I were. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Uh, you're no regards, longer. In re- you're no in longer in. To, uh, uh, you're no longer in. Ahead, uh, uh, what do you? What do you call that thing? Uh, shaped to be a gymnast. Right. I'm, I'm in good shape, albeit round. I mean, when you're 300, and, when you're 300 plus pounds, you're not exactly a small person anymore. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, kind of goes with the territory, you know. Uh, but uh, Cherokee Rose said exactly, not freedom of, pr- of press. Outrageous in regards to the uh, story regarding the White House wanting all these questions in advance. And I'll tell you something. Whether it's a liberal... Well, you know what the liberal media is going to follow, is going to do what they're told. They're going to submit all their questions so they get their cherry-picked answers. Okay? They're going to get all those cherry-picked answers. They're not going to worry about it. As far as they're concerned, that's a good thing. It's a good way to run a railroad. Yeah, with broken tracks. And, Mike, you said night people on D-Live. What, are you getting ready to yeah. blaze a trail again? Yeah, my, 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 my foot is kind of throbbing right now. So it's one of those things. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's different every night, all right? So the difference is tonight I had to take the Tylenol a little bit earlier. So there you go, you know. All right. Well, listen, buddy, you take it easy. You know, you take care of your health. That's the that's the important thing. You know, gotcha. you were here for a while. You, you were able to join in for a bit. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll join in again next time for a little bit longer. See you if you're right. Yep. See you tomorrow, George. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. All right. Mike from Louisiana, Blazing Trail. He um, he's having he's he's got a lot of pain going on with his uh, with his ankle and stuff. So he's uh, taking medication that's going to make him go very soon. I'm already having trouble staying awake as it is myself, and I and 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 I'm not taking medication uh, to, you know, make me drowsy. I'm just having a lot of very difficult days staying awake. And then there are days where I can't get, I can't actually sleep, where it's broken sleep, where I'm up and down, up and down, like a proverbial yo-yo. Let's see here. Uh, so Mike has blazed a trail. The, um, 
I'm going to just close out the Mixler chat room. I already shut it down as far as uh, because uh, for those of you who are listening on Mixler, uh, the chat room is not working properly. Therefore, uh, due to technical difficulties, again, beyond my control, figures. If it ain't one, first the storm interrupted the video feeds. And now I got this. So I informed uh, Mixler. I actually tried getting into the chat room uh, on every browser I use. I have here. Uh, the current one I'm using, Firefox browser, Maxthon, uh, Google Chrome, Google Chrome Beta, Microsoft Edge. I've tried all of them, and it's the same problem. So I let them know it's on, you know, I've tried different bl- uh, browsers and nothing. It's, it's just not working. Uh, you can't see the names, and you have, I have to refresh the, the chat in order to see what's being said, and that's just not conducive to running a good broadcast. So unfortunately, the, the Mixler chat room is closed due to technical difficulties. Um, but we're still live on the video platforms, which is working better tonight than uh, during than last night. Uh, just goes to show life is what it is. All right. Now remember what I said, folks, about Joe Biden blundering through a speech. Well, according to One American News Network. Joe Biden blundered through through a speech on vac, on the vaccine rollout, repeatedly mistakes key facts on pro, on the program. And we've been saying this for a long time. Gunslinger's been saying it. I've been saying it. And I know a lot of other folks are saying it. He's not all there. But you know, what do you expect? Joe Biden recently blundered through another speech, this time while trying to explain the coronavirus vaccine rollout. While speaking last Tuesday, the 78-year-old awkwardly stuttered and fumbled through his announcement. He could be heard mistaking key facts about the vaccine program, such as when it would be ready and for how many people. I heard how many people he said. I was I was dying laughing. I was practically on the floor laughing my head off. And there's more here, folks. Check this out. While Biden possibly meant to say there would be enough doses for 300 million Americans, he said something else entirely. The confusing delivery left many unsure of vaccine rollout projections. The mainstream media is apparently happy to cover Biden's blatant mistakes, which is a stark contrast to their attacks on President Trump. None of the major networks reported on Biden's latest gaffe with the official White House transcript altering it after the fact by inserting the word millions in brackets for him. Wow. So 
by doing that, they're trying. They're saying that. Oh, he he didn't he he didn't say he he meant to say three hundred million. When he actually said, for three hundred people. Yes, folks. He actually said there would be enough doses for three hundred people. Game over. This is Biden's brain on on Alzheimer's or dementia. Drool. Drool. <sighs> the old boys. Not long for the White House, ladies and gentlemen. No. Sadly, the old boy is, well, he's losing it. Now, wait a minute. He lost it a long time ago. Gunslinger, what do you think of this latest speech debacle? (laughs) You mean the latest blunder? (laughs) From, you know, the, the dictator himself. 300, oh, enough vaccines for 300 people. Hmm. That's, you could put 300 people in a small conference room. Okay. Uh, when there's, you know, what, 240-something million people in, in the United States. That clearly shows that this idiot is not suitable for being president. Okay. He doesn't know what he's saying. Hell, he don't even know where he is. He doesn't even know where, who he's married to. He thinks he's married to his sister. Uh, he's, uh, I call him Mr. Sniffer, because he's a Mr. Sniffer now, because he likes to sniff. You know what? Uh, Groper, Mr. Groper, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Pedophile, uh, Mr. Corruption. I mean, <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. And <clears throat> with his lying wife is... supposedly a doctor. She's not. That's just an honorary title. She has no doctors, like getting a doctor's degree out of a box of Cheerios. It's worthless. Okay. So what do you expect? I mean, this this blunder, this dude should be retired and in an assisted living facility somewhere. Okay? And damn sure not at the head of one of the most powerfulest countries on the face of this planet. I mean, think about that. You got a senile old man. Okay, I'm sorry he is, and I'm sorry that for his age, but hey, we're all going to get there, I guess. But to being in that position is like me pulling my gun out and handing it to a five-year-old child and telling him, go have fun. There's no difference. That child probably going to wind up killing himself, okay, with my gun. The same thing. He's, he's going to wind up killing the country <laughs> with his stupidity and his Alzheimer's. So there you go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this nickname on uh, Twitter. On Twitter? Oh, listen to me. Now that was that was a that was a pon fall, a slight slip of the lip. I uh, meant to say Twitch, not Twitter. 
See, I own up to my goof-ups. When I make a goof-up, I'll sit here, I'll either have fun with it, or I'll just admit it outright. Well, this uh, viewer on Twitch says, now, uh, uh, Setius? I don't know. I, I'm having to, I, I'm, I suck at pronouncing names and stuff, especially unique uh, uh, usernames. But to the, to the Twitch uh, viewer, uh, the Twitch viewer said, 300, with an exclamation point, emphasizing that Biden said 300. Now, like I said to him in, in the chat there, uh, tw- saying Twitter instead of Twitch, uh, <laughs> the viewer says, what is the latest goofing you had? And like I said, I meant to say Twitch, and I ended up saying Twitter initially. Go figure. It's it, hey, listen. It happens, but at least I I caught it when I did. In Biden's case, uh, cuckoo cuckoo in the cocoa puffs. There, folks. Trust me. Unbelievable. Uh, so there you have that. Um, but no, Biden is, you know, Gunslinger, the, the way Biden is right now, if he's going to keep blundering through speeches like that, if he's going to keep going through these speeches, you know, constantly making those kind of gaffes and blunders, it's only a matter of time before the, the Democrats in Congress decide he's a liability and we need to use the 25th Amendment against him. Now, you said six. Now, the other night, you said you give him six months. I give him less than that. I give him three to four. Maximum. Never mind, minimum. I could just, I could, you know something, folks? With, with, with everything that he's done, including sending troops into Syria, which he did recently, but we didn't hear about it in the mainstream media. He sent troops to Syria. His, com- his Secretary of State making comments about what happened uh, with Myanmar involving Russia. A lot of the stuff that he's doing is putting us on a war footing somewhere at some point, and that's dangerous. Okay? And... The last thing this country needs is another fucking war. That's the last thing we fucking need. All right? So three, maybe four months at the outside. They'll 25th Amendment him out. Kamala Camelto Harris will move up. And then we can say goodbye to dictator Joseph R. Adolf Hitler wannabe. Barack Obama, Biden. Cherokee Rose is like, wow, I didn't hear about Syria. That's bad. (laughs) Well, it sure ain't good. No, and, and you wouldn't have heard about it because the mainstream media didn't say anything about it. But I caught it. Actually, I one morning I turned on my bedroom computer 
and I logged, I went over to Newsmax TV, and they were talking about it. Then I went over to One American News, and they were talking about it. And I'm like, holy crap. But if you go to CNN, if you go to MSNBC, if you go to Fox News, neither one was talking about it. Neither of those three networks were talking about it. Oh, they talked about everything else, but they didn't talk about that. I'm telling you, folks, the Democrats accuse the Republicans of being warmongers. But who's putting us on a war footing? Yeah. It's, it's insanity. It's lunacy. Uh, Gunslinger... <laughs> I, I give this country another maybe if if Biden's not taken out of the office by the twenty fifth amendment, I give it five months and we're gonna be at war. I swear to God, we'll be at war again. And this time it'll be a Democrat in, in that got us there. Not a Republican. Yep. And he didn't even go to Congress and say, I'm sending troops to Syria. He just went ahead and did it. Hmm. Well, you know, like I said, like I said, I'll give him six months. You said five, so we're only a month off. Which is very little, very short time. Hell, here in a month is going to be spring. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, I mean, th- th- he's he's legislating by the bench, by you know which way that screwball gets up in the morning. Okay. So, but you can't do that. Okay. Uh, just to just to, I mean, wow, it's going to be a war with somebody. Okay. I'm going to say it's going to lead to a escalation with North Korea. Because remember, little rocket boy, he liked Trump. Okay, Him and Trump got along real good. That's always a good thing. You always want to get along with your enemy, or potential enemy anyway. Okay, And rocket boy now, he hates him. I've seen a couple of reports. You know, well, at least I'm not the dictator anymore in the world. You know, <laughs> so what does that tell you? So little rocket boy, you know, Kim Jong-Wuma, whatever you want to call him, he hates Biden, obviously. So he's going to start testing his nukes again, okay? Funny, we've had four uh, years of nukes. Hold on a second, Gunslinger. Gunslinger, hang on a second. You want you want a really good laugh? Sure. <laughs> the viewer on Twitch is sitting here, is sitting there saying that Biden is secretly working for Trump. Biden is secretly working for Trump. Ooh, no. uh, that's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit hard to swallow. There, those two are is. like those. Those two are like, like oil, oil and water. water. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Those two, yeah, those no, two are you, actually like oil and water. You can put oil and water in a bottle, <laughs> and you can shake that son of a bitch until you pass out and fucking die. And that oil and water will never mix because chemically it's impossible. It goes, goes against the physics of, of chemistry. 
it just don't mix, okay? And these two are just like night and day, oil and water. They don't mix, okay? He is the evil side, Biden, and Trump is the good side, okay? Good versus evil. Think of it like Star Wars. Okay, they're not going to be working for each other, I don't think. I've never heard of it, but that's, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm not that one. Think of it like this. Think of it as Star Wars. You've got the dark side of the force, and you've got the light oh, side of the force. That's right, yep. Guess who's on the dark side of the force? And guess who's on Pretty the light side? Pretty given. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much a given, yes. Yeah, pretty much a given. 347-945-5747. As they used to say in the old, tele- in the old te- telephone commercials, reach out, reach out and touch someone. Just don't do it the way Biden does or you may get in trouble with the law. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist. I had to throw that out there. I mean, you know, a, a, a tiny yuck yuck. Although I'm sure there are some folks sitting there going, oh, George, yuck. But hey, what can I say, you know? Gotta have fun. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, I, 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 no, in, in response to the viewer on Twitch, uh, no. Biden is not secretly working for Trump. That is absolutely, positively impossible. That would be like saying, the moon is really made of green cheese. Or, I didn't fart. It was my dog. And everybody knows I don't have a dog. So, <laughs> no, uh, viewer, that's, that, uh, trust me. Um, Cherokee Rose said, what? No way. Biden's not working for Trump. Jeez. And uh, the emoji best suiting that one she put in was, oh. Uh, the Twitch viewer uh, responded with the following. Uh, that's what they want to make it seem like. They wouldn't be that smart if it was the only, it was, it was, it was that's all, boy, oh, I can talk. Folks, it's like I keep saying, my tongue is blocking the eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying. So I'll, I'm going to rewind and try that again. You like it? Uh, that last part, anyway. Um, they wouldn't be that smart if it was the other way. But they both rack up tons of money from this situation. Think about it. Okay, Trump's a real estate mogul. He made his, he made his billions in the real estate business long before he got into politics. So I, I don't I don't see it I don't see that I, I really don't. Um, well, yeah, and Cherokee Rose, yes. I mean, that'd be like me saying, 
Uh, I didn't do it. Uh, that was my dog. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have a dog. Huh? Sorry. Uh, the Twitch viewer says, I, I, and I'm sorry, I would say your name, but I can't pronounce it to save my life, so I'm just going to refer to you as the Twitch viewer. Uh, it's easier, safer. I don't get tongue-tied that way. Uh, would it be like saying Trump won the election? Technically, he did. But the only reason he's not in the Oval Office is because the DNC, along with the Biden camp, and those Dominion voting systems with their obviously doctored uh, software, basically uh, stole the election. And Biden is no president. He's a dictator. See, back in October of last year, just weeks before the election, Biden made the statement that if you legislate by executive order, you're a dictator. He's written, he's signed more executive orders than Obama and Trump combined in their first week, in their first couple of weeks in office. Sorry. Just doesn't, you know, he's, he's dictating. He's not, he's legislating by dictatorship methods. He's bypassing the Congress. Of course, the Democrats in Congress and the Senate don't really care. They're letting him have his fun. Uh, So what you are saying is your country have been taken over and all you are doing about it is bitch. What country are you you, uh, watching from, Twitch viewer? Because obviously you're not in the United States because... For you to make that kind of a crass comment, and I'm sorry, that was pretty crass, okay? As far as I'm concerned, under the First Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution, I have the right to bitch. It's called freedom of speech. I have the right to bitch because I have freedom of the press under the First Amendment. Now, Combine those first two parts of the First Amendment, and I got every right to bitch up a storm, especially when the facts speak louder than words. And obviously you haven't been watching this show long enough. You need to understand, when I say, when I speak my mind, Trust me, I speak my mind. And I let loose with both, with, with both ports open, and I do not mince words. Okay? I don't sit here and act like I'm not going to say what's on my mind and in my heart. Okay? Because I do speak 
from the heart. Okay, um, understanding that you may be having some difficulty uh, with the cho- choice of words, and I, I, I understand that. Sometimes even Amer- we Americans have that difficulty. It's called brain fart. <laughs> we tend to have a tiny brain fart. See, there goes another one. Uh, when we uh, choose our words rather improperly. Around here on this broadcast, uh, I'm always choosing my words carefully. If I say that Biden is a total fuck-up, that's my opinion. He's a total fuck-up. I chose my words carefully. Uh, But the Twitch viewer says, sorry if my words were poorly chosen, uh, but if your country have been taken over, you are not free anymore, don't you? I think what the Twitch viewer is trying to ask, and, and, and I'm hoping I'm, I'm catching this uh, correctly, even though uh, I think basically what, what, the, what this uh, viewer is saying, Gunslinger, is that if, if, if America had been taken over, you know, Conquered, you know. I'm to put it in an even more blunt term. uh, We wouldn't have the freedoms we have now. Our our the Constitution would have been burned, and those who spoke out against the government would have been lined up and shot. Kind of like what they do in uh, dictatorships. See, that's the problem. There are other forms of dictatorship that will use anything they can to do what they want to do. Biden is using the executive order to legislate from the executive branch. Under the United States uh, Constitution, uh, the way that the way our government is set up, the way it's supposed to work, is it's supposed to be the Senate and the Congress write the write the bills that the President of the United States of America, whomever that is, and in no way is it Joe Biden, by the way. I'm sorry, he's more dictator than that. And if you were listening earlier when I explained what he said in October of 2020, just weeks before the election, you'll understand why I, I call him a dictator. Um, basically, and without any reservation, Biden, like I said, he bypassed the Congress to send troops to Syria. He was supposed to inform the Congress of that. He didn't. He's got a secretary of state that is basically poking the bear over in Russia, and you don't want to piss off Putin. Putin is former KGB, the old USSR. Trust me, you don't want to poke the bear. 
Now, far be it from me to point out another obvious problem here, but with Biden's diminished mental capacity, where he's, where before, where last year he didn't know who his sister was or his wife was, he called his sister his wife and his wife his sister, couldn't remember what state he was in, said the wrong state more than once. Um, he should have been arrested, charged, tried, and convicted for, for pedophilia because he took a, on C-SPAN, on live C-SPAN, he takes a little girl's hand and pulls it right to his crotch. So I'm pointing out some of the stuff that, that's, that's been seen by millions Okay, and yet he's still sitting in the Oval Office, and the only reason he's there is because the election was rigged. Not to interrupt you there for a second, George, but you were speaking of pedophilia and everything. Did you see on Fox News where there were two FBI agents were shot and killed today? I wanted to get to that story. Fox News. yeah, they actually show them well, two they, actual. They, they do tend and, to report actual news from time to time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sometimes Fox is kind of foxy, I guess. But no, this actually happened. I think it was in Florida. They were serving a search yeah, a search warrant on it. Uh, trying to remember where. You know what? I've got that story. It's in the FFNO. I think I put it in there earlier today. If you want to go. Yeah, so it's it's confirmed two FBI agents were shot and killed. Wow. And this dude's supposed to be a pedophile uh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, the, the, the viewer on Twitch just raised and just just said something. Um, so it was rigged to put an insane pedophile in office? What I don't... Why? Uh, okay. Uh, basically... The Democrats, for four years that Trump was in office, they tried everything to get rid of him. They even called for his impeachment the day he was inaugurated. Okay? And they tried Russian collusion, the Mueller report. They tried a variation of Russian collusion, Ukraine collusion. Uh, They managed to impeach him once. Went to a Senate trial, and he was acquitted. And they went through the right process, investigations, hearings, so on. Now he's not in the office anymore. Problem? You can't impeach a man who's a private citizen. But they're going to go to a Senate trial, thinking that that's going to stop him from running for, for 2024. That, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but no, that is not going to stop him from running. He can run in 2024 because the impeachment trial, like, like, like so many things the Democrats have done, is unconstitutional. Because the Democrats don't know any better, Twitch viewer. That's why. 
Yeah, that's the one drawback. Twitch uh, kind of limits your ability. You have to wait a few, uh, a couple of minutes to to send again. Um, now, uh, Cherokee Rose uh, said in regards to the FBI agents, uh, that's so sad. Agents shot. Prayers for their families. Um, and yeah, Gunslinger, you're right. It is a dangerous job. Law enforcement's a dangerous job. But I was watching. Did you on that story? There is a video where they talked about it. For the first time, Fox News actually put a video that connected with the story that they posted on their page. I'm shocked. Half the time, I see a video open up and it has nothing to do with the written story. This time, it had a lot to do with the written story. When they were taking uh, the FBI agents out of the ambulance and bringing them into the hospital for their autopsy, their, their bodies were draped with the American flag. And at one point, you could see law enforcement lined up on either side, saluting those agents. Now, this has been, now, these agents who died... They were the first agents to die since 2008. Yep. No FBI agent lost his or her life since 2008 until this incident. Let me uh, me pull up that story. I believe I have it saved here, too. Uh, no, I do not. So I'll have to go to Facebook to the FFNO News and Topic Room and grab it. But, uh, yeah, Gunslinger, I I really, um, I sat back here when I saw that story. Um, and and I, just, I just about, you know, sat here so quiet and somber. You know, I had to scroll back a little bit to uh, grab it. And now I have to wait for... That's what I was waiting for. That first thing. Now i got to stop the video that's going to start automatically. That is, if it ever actually starts. All right. The autoplay feature, stopping that never works. But, all right, put in reader mode so I can actually read it better. Two FBI agents dead, others injured in Florida shooting while serving a warrant. That's all they were doing was serving a warrant. It's incredible. Two FBI agents were killed Tuesday morning, and three others were, in, were wounded 
while trying to serve a search warrant at a home in Sunrise, Florida, in a child pornography case, the FBI confirmed to Fox News. The suspect is also dead. The incident, in, un, the incident unfolded around 6 a.m. in the vicinity of 10100 Reflections Boulevard in Sunrise, Florida. Two of the wounded agents were transported to the hospital and are in stable condition, according to the FBI. The names of the deceased will not be released at this time, according to the FBI as well. The Sunrise Police Department said that residents in neighborhoods along Knob Hill Road between Northwest 44th Street and West Oakland Park Boulevard were asked to remain in their homes and were unable to leave their communities due to the traffic shutdown on Knob Hill Road. Shortly before 10 a.m., the department sent out an alert to all residents that there was no danger to the public, but that there would still be a large police presence in the area throughout through the through the day. Yeah, bear with me, folks. I can actually do this. Multiple law enforcement agencies descended on the scene where the suspect was reportedly barricaded in their home. Officers from the Sunrise Police Department, Miramar SWAT team. Davies Police Department and Fort Lauderdale Police Department were all on site. A lot of law enforcement. A spokesperson for the Fort Lauderdale a spokesperson for the Fort Lauderdale Police Golly, I'm Golly, Sergeant Carter. I got tongue tied disease. My tongue's tied in knots, can't speak. I'll try that again. A spokesperson for the Fort Lauderdale Police Department told Fox News they were sending a small SWAT contingency to assist with the ongoing situation. The shooting incident is under investigation by the FBI's Inspection Division, which is part of the department's policy. The review process is thorough and objective and is conducted as expeditiously as possible under the circumstances. This according to an FBI, this according to an FBI spokesperson. Gun, what are you doing? You can actually hear that? Damn. Yes, I can. Loudly. A little plastic bag. <laughs> wow. I'll mute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to unmute when I call on you, dude. <laughs> yes, I heard the plastic bag. Uh, For those of you who ever saw the A-Team back in the 80s with George Pappard and all all them, there was a character by the name of H.M. Murdoch. And one episode, he's he's constantly asking for trash bags. Don't even get me started. But Dwight Schultz, uh, who also uh, had a part in Star Trek, The Next Generation, uh, was the guy who played the H.M. H. Murdoch character. When I heard that rustling, that, for some reason, that episode just seemed to click in my brain. Anyway, getting back to the story at hand here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Don't you just love when when a fun, uh, silly moment happens? I certainly do. Anyway, uh, now I'm going to yawn. Hey, 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 hey. None of that stuff. Um, the FBI Agents Association, or FBIAA, President Brian O'Hare released a statement Tuesday afternoon after the violence occurred. The FBI Agents Association mourns the loss of two FBI special agents killed in the line of duty today. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families of these agents and with the agents wounded in today's incident. These agents were working to protect the most vulnerable in our society. FBIAA stands with the agents, families, and pledges our support to them during this difficult time. You know, back when I was, I was in the New York Guard, I was serving uh, at Camp Smith training site. And they had an FBI field office there. I got to know some of the guys that worked in that office at the time. And this was during my uh, first tour of active duty during 9-11. And, uh, you know, the FBI agents are no different from you and I. They have a job to do. And they do it to the, to the best of their ability. All right? And these guys, you know, they were, they were very, very cool. They were very decent human beings. Um, I'm walking around the parade field, you know, just stretching my legs after lunch. And I didn't have anything else going on the rest of the afternoon, so I, had, I was told, you know, I had the day to myself. So I stopped into the field office of, you know, that the FBI was, had at the time. And, you know, they were, they were kind of, they were just a little bit busy. They weren't that busy, but they saw me. I took my cover off my head and I, I said, uh, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm disturbing you guys in any way, just let me know and I'll leave. And, uh, the lead agent turned to me and said, no, Sergeant, come on in. And, uh, they offered me a cup of coffee, which was nice. And, um, I kind of picked their brains, you know, about investigative techniques that they use and, um, you know, with that being my, my military occupational specialty uh, was military police, I thought, you know, this might be a golden opportunity to pick the brain of an FBI agent and see if some of their investigative techniques could be adapted to what I do in the Guard. Well, never had to do any real investigations, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot from them. When I hear of a law enforcement official losing their life in the line of duty, I'm reminded of something that was said to me a long time ago. We do a job that, in all fairness, requires a sacrifice a sacrifice of our lives, if necessary, to protect others, and the sacrifice on the part of our families. You know, it's just like with the, with, with the armed forces of the United States. 
whether you're Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marines, or in the Coast Guard. You know, you go out there and you do your job every day, and you never, you never know if that day is going to be the last day you see, especially if you're doing the job you have to do. Um, part of the problem for law enforcement officers is they wear a bullseye on their chest and on their back every day. And since last year, and with this defund the police nonsense, it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. My heart goes out to the families of these fallen agents, to the, to the agents that were wounded. My prayers are, are with you for a speedy recovery. And above all, to the victims of that disgusting sleaze bag that they were trying to serve the warrant on, you can breathe a sigh of relief. He went straight to hell. Gunslinger? Well, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, it's a danger. It's a it's a dangerous job. It's unfortunately that those two got you know killed. Um, but like I said, you know they they risk their lives just like everybody else does. I mean, just like firefighters. You obviously said you was a firefighter and all that stuff. That's a I think that's a pretty risky damn business. <laughs> okay, okay, or occupation or whatever you want to call it. Law enforcement. Hell, even when I was doing electrical or being a master electrician, hell, sometimes electricity can kill you faster than uh, than a bullet can. So it, all of those are very high-risk categories. So it's unfortunate, but, you know, got to be done, as the old saying goes. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, because, I mean, look, I had, I had, a, I had family in law enforcement a cousin who was a sergeant and on my mother's side of the family, of course, uh, both of them were on my mother's side of the family. Um, a relative on my mom's side of the family dating back to uh, 18, around the mid or the early to mid 1800s. I think it was, it's been so long. I haven't seen the, the photographs. I saw the picture and it said Seabury underneath the, the name of the, of the police chief. Well, I found out later that that Seabury was a relative of mine. So there was a police chief in my family for the Peekskill Police Department. At that time, it was known as the village of, of Peekskill, not the city. And, of course, my father was a military police officer with the Army Air Corps during World War II. Uh, Decades later, I ended up with the New York Guard as a military police officer. So law enforcement's in my family. It's not something that, you know, a lot of folks are willing to talk about, given the climate that we live in now. But let's face the reality. The men and women of law enforcement regardless of the defund the police movement, the, regardless of the BLM and Antifa knuckleheads, they're going to go out there and do their job to the best of their ability. 
What bothers me is when politicians go and tie their hands like what happened last year. They tied the hands of law enforcement, ordered them in some cases to stand down. You either, you either have law enforcement allowed to do its job to the fullest, or you don't have a law enforcement agency. You don't have a police department. And you might as well lock the doors, board up the windows, and send them all home. Because at that point, you telling them not to do their job is basically paramount and tantamount to doing just that. Am I right or wrong, Gun? Well, yeah, definitely right. Yeah, no problem. I totally agree with you 100%. Yep. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Good. Well... It's like you said, you know, in your profession as a as an electrician, you know, one wrong step and you end up getting electrocuted. As a as a barbecued. I know that. Yeah, barbecued. One barbecued. wrong <laughs> one one step in the wrong directions, yeah. I could end up going through a floor or or the top of a, of a build or through the roof of a building. You know, I could end up. Getting hit with with a hot piece of of timber and end up dying from smoke inhalation or being burned to death. You know, yep. the risks are there in the profession that you have, especially professions that have a high risk factor. But I think it's a safe bet that between law enforcement, firefighters, and electricians. We basically have an equal risk. We do a job that that says today you may you may survive, tomorrow you may not. That's very true. <laughs> very true. That's the sad reality. Yep, it really is. The only job in emergency services that that has a less risk, less of a risk factor are EMTs and paramedics. But that's just that's what I, how I see it. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. But I see it quite differently. I see paramedics and EMTs as having a lower risk factor than, say, an electrician, firefighter, or a police officer. Well, I don't know. You know, Billy that used to come to the show. He said he was a he's a retired uh, paramedic, ambulance, whatever. He said yeah. he's been in people where people were shooting at him. <laughs> so, I don't, you know, that's pretty. Okay. That's pretty there, dangerous. There is a risk factor. I'll grant you, but not as not as high as that of your job, uh, oh, yeah. law enforcement or or firefighters. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you'd see it every day. I'm going to but, a burning building tomorrow and end and end up dying. Yeah, true. <laughs> Police officer can go to go to a, to to like what happened in in Sunrise, Florida. Go to serve a warrant, 
end up getting killed. Yep. Electrician, you know as well as you do better than anybody. You're a master electrician. You make yep. one mistake, touch the wrong thing at, at the wrong moment, and zap, dead. Yep, could be your last one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Now, when I was taking plumbing and electrical in high, back in high school, um, Mr. Calamaccio, the, the guy who was teaching us the, the electrician side of it, because he was, he was a licensed electrician, and he, he said to me, he said, if you make a mistake in my class, it'll be your last. So you better pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. And when he spoke like that, we knew we had to listen. We had to respect the electric. Otherwise, it wasn't going to respect us. Nope. So he, using a, um, an easel or an easel board where you flip big pages over, well, he flipped this one page over, and it was an artist's rendition of a person doing electrical work. Then he flips to the next panel, and he's holding a two-pronged fork. You flip it over, he's holding a two-pronged fork with a hot dog on, on the end of it. You flip the next panel, he's holding, a, he's holding a two-pronged fork with a hot dog on the end of it, and he takes his left finger and he takes his other finger and sticks it in a light socket. You flip the last the last page over. He's got smoke coming off of his hair and the hot dog. Both of you are cooked. He said, "Now, <laughs> bingo." That's exactly <laughs> what he said. You, if you do this, you're cooked. We were laughing. We thought he was he was just joking around, but then he slammed his he slammed his fist on the on his desk and he said, "This is not a joke." I said, "Yes, I was using some comical uh, visual effect, but the bottom the bottom line of this class is that I'm going to tell you right now: if you think this is a joke, if you think I'm kidding, walk walk your ass out of this class now." Because you do the you touch the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing while you're working with live electricity, you are dead. Yep. When he said that, I went home that night and my mother and I were talking about this that afternoon after school, uh, before my father got home. And mom looked at me and said, "Well, did you listen?" I said, yeah. She goes, good. Last thing I need to see is smoke coming off the top of your head when you walk through the door after school. And do your homework. But, uh, no, the, 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 there are dangerous... The, 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 uh, a trade like like electrician... Uh, when you're talking law enforcement, when you're talking firefighting, um, hell, even being a pilot is a risk factor. Yeah, you got a risk there. That plane yeah. can go down in a, in a New York minute. 
Yep. And if you can't if you can't pull out of the dive in time, you're dead. Yep. <laughs> Helicopter pilot. They can lose control of the, of the of the chopper and and slam right into the side of a mountain or a building. Dead. Well, look at that. Uh, what's that? What was that uh, helicopter? Was it Toby Brown? Was that that sports figure out in California? No, I don't. There was a. It was a local New York helicopter that uh, uh, News Four. One of their new, one of the local News Four choppers uh, went down. Well, this this was you know who you remember? It was out in California. It was a the black guy. He was some sports figure. Oh right, right. With him and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him. I forgot about him. Yep. Ay ay ay. Yeah. So that you know, your prof- the profession. There's only there's only a few safe professions. Actually, really, only one because a waiter can get, somebody can walk into a restaurant, see a waiter, and shoot him. Sure. Yeah. True. Okay, but get this: the safest job, and I read about this uh, about what about three or four years back? No, three or four months ago. Uh, oh, Kobe Bryant, you're thinking of? Kobe Bryant, yeah, that's it. Yep, yep, that's him. Yeah, because yep. uh, Cherokee Rose just said the name in, in on uh, Periscope. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Forgot about him and his daughter. Yeah, they lost their lives. Right. And what's Very so you know what's so what's you know what's so sad about that one? The NTSB finally gave their final report on exactly what happened. If the pilot would have climbed 100 feet, he would have survived. A lousy hundred feet, and they all would have survived. See, <laughs> just a That's just sad. a lousy hundred feet further up, just a and lousy, they would have survived. And they would have survived, yep, because it was it, it was like fall, uh, flying in a in a cloud, because of the because of it was it was cloudy, it was real cloudy, and the pilot got disoriented, okay, and instead of pulling up to climb out of it, that's what your normal procedure is, you climb up to get above it. He pushed it down, nose right into the ground. So if he would have climbed a hundred feet, it, he would have popped out of the clouds and could have got you know got his orientation to where he was. And they would have, they would have lived, sad, real sad. Yeah. Um. Darn it. What's a helicopter pilot in a CFI? <laughs> Man, he had tons of experience, but all it takes is you know. Just getting disoriented just for a few seconds. Boom. Just like law enforcement. You know, I want to share <laughs> I want to share a picture that uh, Cherokee Rose shared in the FFNO News and Topic Room. <clears throat> now check this out. And if you think that this doesn't make a, that this isn't a, a, the tr- that uh this is not close to the truth, and you might want to, oh, I don't know, think about where you're, where you're at mentally. Uh, let me see here. Hold on.
There we go. Folks, take... Whoops. Sorry about that. I had a a video shot of the winter snowstorm queued up. My apologies. Here we go. This is the image that Cherokee Rose shared with with, with, uh, me and some of the other folks in the FFNO News and Topic uh, private message chat on Facebook, and I like it. It says it all. Biden isn't thinking America first. He doesn't give two shits about America being first. Look what's being offloaded from the 2021 truck. China first. Yeah. China first. If that ain't some shit. But out of out of that out of that cartoon, think about it. It's true. Yep, see, Cherokee Rose laughing out loud. Yep, true. America is no longer first. The American people are no longer the biggest concern. If that were the case, then the situation we're dealing with as far as having a loser in the White House speaks volumes. Now, Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. I got to Now I got to backtrack there. And Folks, the Senate confirmed one of Biden's picks. The controversial pick for DHS secretary. The Senate confirmed Joe Biden's controversial pick to lead the Department of Homeland Security. On Tuesday, the upper chamber voted 57 to 42 to confirm Alejandro Mayorkas as the agency's secretary. The Obama-era official has faced mounting criticism over a past Inspector General's report, which detailed political favors Mayorkas doled out during the Obama years. The report said he gave out visas to elite Democrats when he was head of Citizenship and Immigration Services. Before the vote on Tuesday, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell went into detail about the IG report on the Senate floor. 
I voted for several of Biden's mainstream cabinet nominees, but his choice to run Homeland Security was blasted by the Obama administration's own inspector general for running an immigration law favor factory for powerful Democrats. Bad pick with major ethics issues. Okay. As a high-ranking official in the Obama administration, Mr. Mayorkas did his best to turn U.S. citizenship and immigration services into an unethical favor factory for Democratic Party royalty. Governors, the DNC chair, Hollywood executives, a Senate majority leader from Nevada, they all received special treatment to the degree that stunned and disturbed the, Obama, the, the Obama's administration own inspector general over at that department. McConnell said, Mayorkas does not deserve to be DHS secretary, and he does not deserve a lower post at the department either. But yet he got confirmed. Have you noticed, folks, that a lot of the people that are being nominated and placed were in the Obama administration at one time or another? I said this before. Biden is is putting the he put the brakes on, threw the bus in reverse the hard way, and is taking us back to the Obama dictatorship. This is Obama 3.0. This is technically an Obama third term. That's why when I refer to him as dictator Joe Adolf Hitler style. Barack Obama, Biden, it's because he he acts like a dictator. That's what Hitler was. And he acts like he's doing everything that Obama did, basically. Which leads me to the question, what's Obama doing behind the scenes? I can't prove it but I have my suspicions. I suspect Obama is whispering in Biden's ear. Gunslinger? Well, you know, again, what have I said? Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? You damn right. He's he's not whispering. He's sniffing his ear. Okay? Well, maybe whispering, too. But since he's, you know, Mr. Sniffer, he's probably sniffing his ear. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, yeah, they, yeah, they were like two peas in a pot, okay. So yeah, the, you know, he's definitely going to uh, be, uh, uh, yeah, you need to do this and you need to do that, yeah, yeah. See, now you're in the hot seat. Now you're in the, yeah, you're in the big seat now, buddy. Yeah, you need to do this and you know all this stuff. And dumbass dictator Biden just gonna go right along with it. You know that he's a sheep. You know he's taken the American 
uh, the United States and America to the shearing. You know how you shear a sheep to get the wool off? Yeah, boy, mm-hmm. we're going to be awful cold one of these days, and we're going to be all be naked. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I can safely say without fear of contradiction, we're already in a world of shit. To take a line from Full Metal Jacket. We are in a world of shit. We have a dictator in the White House. And folks, if, you have, if you're just tuning in, the reason I refer to, a, to Biden as a dictator is based on his own comments from October of 2020. When he said, in, in a, when part of a tweet that he, that, he, that he wrote, or one of his flunkies wrote, that when you legislate by executive order, you're a dictator. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, I'm going to show you something, folks, in just a moment, if if I can get it to come up here on the screen. Uh, Bear with me. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to get it. So I'm going to have to uh, make adjustments here. Close that too. And hopefully I can get to it. Hopefully I can get okay. This browser is working on this computer, so hopefully we'll get get it to work on the other one too. I'm going to show you something, and I want to get I want to get your honest opinion, Gunslinger. You're you're what you're watching uh, via Periscope, right? Yeah. Okay. Oops, wait a minute. I didn't want to do it like that. I'm going to show you two images. All right, we get uh, the links to these. Uh, let's see now. <coughs> and paste there. Okay. The first one, and folks... Trust me when I say, I don't normally show this kind of stuff, but <laughs> this this was actually courtesy of the BBC, <laughs> which I could not believe actually happened. Okay? Um I I I saw this. And honest to God, I could not stop laughing. So, let me, uh, let me 
see if I can move. There we go. All right. Now, what you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, wait till you see this now. Here we go. Now, this was a, this lady here was being interviewed through via Zoom in the United Kingdom. Now, of course, here she is right here. But I want you to look to the left. Look at the bookcase to, her, to, to the left of her. And I want you to tell me if you see something rather unusual on that bookcase. Do you see anything unusual there? Okay, I'm pretty sure. Gunslinger, are you seeing the image? All I'm seeing is you and the other one where it says Firefox News Online going around and around or whatever it does. Well, it'll get there. It should get there any moment. I'll leave the image up for a while. Seems like there's a delay or something. Well, there, there's there's always a um, a delay in in with the video feed, so that's normal. You should be you should be able to see it soon. Now I just went back to your I'm, screen. I'm looking at it on my cell phone, and it's there. Well, I'm, all I'm seeing is you twelve sixteen. Wednesday. That's what it. time is? What's the time on the on the on the screen? Twelve sixteen and twenty two seconds. Okay. Try refreshing the, the. Try refreshing the page. And see if that makes a difference. Um, okay. Ah, Cherokee there. Rose obviously is seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, I see it now. It'll, it'll come up. Okay, so now you, now you look look at the picture carefully, Gunslinger. I want you to look very carefully. Look at the young lady sitting there. Now look to the le- to her le- to the left of her at the bookcase. Yeah. Do you see anything kind of out of the ordinary? Don't say what it is just yet. But do you see something strange on the bookcase? Ah, yeah. <laughs> now, for those of you who are wondering what I'm referring to, if you are watching this on the video feeds, you are going to now get the shock of your life as I give you a zoomed-in view. They even circled it. Yes, folks, you are looking at what apparently is a dildo on her bookcase. I sat back. <laughs> Honest to God, folks, when you're when you're in broadcasting, you you you, you should be aware of what's going on. This, this was, 
to say the least, the most hilarious thing I ever saw in my life. Because I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at that. I mean, I see the first image of the young lady. She's being interviewed by by folks at the BBC on Zoom. And... Before I caught the, it took me it took me a couple of attempts to get the uh, close up of it, but I I didn't need the close up of it because when I looked to the left, I went, boing, my eyeballs damn near popped out of their socket and flew across the and flew across to the screen. I saw that and I thought to myself, holy crap. It's 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 the girl's best friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know Gutslinger because even 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 my ex-wife didn't didn't leave that thing lying or something like that laying around where I'd see it. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I, I took one look at this and I thought to myself. Uh, to be a broadcaster in the winter time on Zoom. <laughs> can't let, well, this this goes. I I, 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 I gotta say this. Uh, can I get her number? She looks pretty kinky. <laughs> okay. Needless <laughs> 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 to say, I saw that and I thought to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna have fun with that tonight." Oh, yes. I am definitely going to have fun with that tonight because here you have uh, this uh, very, uh, very lovely young lady, and she's being interviewed, and it's like, uh, wait a minute, something is wrong with this picture. And this was seen live. Oh, this shit. was from a live BBC broadcast. Because <clears throat> it was live at the time. I sat here and I just died laughing. So, ladies and gentlemen, while I don't condone sexual objects like that being seen on my broadcast, I will say without fear of contradiction, as a journalist... I am duty-bound to report on things that come across my desk. Uh, Within reason, of course. But when it's comical, when it's hilarious, I'm not going to pass up on something. Yes, it was a little... It was a little... uh, uh, It was... Dirty humor, okay? But let's face the reality. There are women out there who have those things in their homes, but they don't display them proudly on a bookcase. I mean, you, you, just, you just don't do that. Yeah, you know, hey, you know. Go ahead, John. I mean, it, it's definitely true. I mean, my ex-girlfriend had to cut some of them like that. I mean, okay. 
I called her Stacy's Toys. <laughs> okay. A little on the kinky side. I, you mean, know what I mean, I mean that was just unbelievable. It, it was like I'm sitting here looking at that, and and Cherokee Rose is dying laughing watching this. She was just busted a gut laughing on this one. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do we do stories of a public nature, <laughs> human interest stories. Let, 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 let me let me put let me add another little comical thing in there. My ex girlfriend, she had a, she. My ex-girlfriend, she had a vibrating egg, okay? I don't know if you ever seen them, but... And I re-engineered it, okay? <laughs> I hooked that baby up to a four-cell flashlight for power. Holy Tolody, did that baby ever send her over the wall, let me tell you. It even had an on-off switch. I put on it. Because because the flashlight was yellow, and I put in big black letters with a mark slot, Stacy's toy. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't engineer things. That's for damn sure. There's there's so there's so much wrong with this picture, though. I mean, Gunslinger. Seriously, when you look at this, I mean. Uh, folks, yes, I, I, I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to again um, because, let's face it, you got to have, on this broadcast, I've always said we like to have a little bit of fun along the way. So, uh, I mean, come on, really. Okay, to, to, to the people of the BBC, I doubt they'll see this. I doubt they'll hear this. But if anybody in the UK is watching, this young lady displaying that (laughs) on her shelf, I mean, she had to have known it was there. Ironically, nobody on the interview said two words about it. Didn't say anything. It just went right past them. So to this young lady, I say the following. Next time you're going to be interviewed on a live broadcast, take your dildo and and stick it somewhere. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe I should maybe I should rephrase. Maybe I should rephrase that a little bit. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, we're having to. Okay, George, you're going to end up having a heart attack if you only keep laughing this hard. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, but what a way to go, laughing. <sighs> I mean... Gunslinger, you got to admit that 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 was that's that is outright hilarious. You got to oh, admit yeah, that, that was freaking. I definitely, you know, definitely um, 
<laughs> a saver. There ain't no doubt about that. Hell, you go on fucking YouTube and see like the you know these weather girls, you know that's giving the forecast, and it must be mm-hmm. awfully cold in those studios because you know what stands out. I've seen that more than once. Yes, <laughs> I know it does. Tend, it, 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 you got to remember you're in a studio with hot lights and everything, so they have to have air conditioning on. So they probably have the air conditioning set a little too cold, and 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 the four weather girls. It's just a it's just a just a tit nipply. I mean a bit a bit nippy. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you well, yeah uh, okay. Nipple. Yes. I, I'll, I'll tell you another real short, real quick one. One time, uh, I did a job up there in Dallas. It was a big wrecker place that they service these big eighteen wheeler. Well, they service all kinds of wreckers, you know, the big wreckers and all them things. Well, the owner mm-hmm. of the place, the, the they painted wreckers and they did all the light bar and all all that shit. But anyway, the owner, I think he had one or two daughters, right? About. 2021, 20, somewhere in there. And I'm outside there. It was in the winter, right? Okay. I'm out there moving some electrical stuff with their forklift. Okay. Big old fucking forklift. This babe walks out in a thin top. Suddenly, boom. Her nipples got hard as a fucking rock. I backed off and got the goddamn forklift stuck. Wasn't paying no attention to where I was going. <laughs> I had to take one of their records and pull a goddamn forklift out. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um I, I think I think it's a safe bet we can we can move on to a couple of other stories now. <laughs> oh Lord. Yes, I know. I'm in big trouble. I'm gonna I swear I am going to never hear the end of this about this broadcast. The emails are going to fly. I know it, <laughs> but that's okay. I can. I, I think I can survive that. I hope. Well, according to One American News Network, the Pentagon is, is purging defense board members in an effort to oust Trump nominees. You heard me right, folks. We had our fun, but now it's time to get back to some serious business here. Joe Biden's Pentagon is firing officials appointed by President Trump. In a press briefing on Tuesday, a DOD spokesperson confirmed that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered hundreds of members of the Pentagon Advisory Board to resign. This came in an effort to... Oh, excuse me. Jumped a little further down. This came in an effort to block dozens of President Trump's appointees. Wrestling with plastic again, are we? Oh, never mind. It was a cashew jar. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Uh, This came in as an effort to, to block dozens of President Trump's appointees from fully settling into their roles. However... The mass purging avoided the DOD selectively firing all of Trump's, President Trump's appointees. The frenetic activity that occurred to the composition of so many boards in just the period of November to January deeply concerned the secretary 
and certainly helped drive him to this decision. John Kirby, Pentagon spokesperson stated, ah. Now, all affected members have until February 16th to step down from their roles. So here it comes, the purging of President Trump's appointees. Well, he was draining the swamp, and Biden's refilling the swamp. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. What do you say? Yeah, <clears throat> he drains him, Trump, and then this idiot floods it right back in. So, you know, just destroying everything that President Trump accomplished in his four years should have been eight. Okay. Um, but that's what they want. They want to bring in the swamp rats back in. Okay. You know, they're out there on a, on a dry island now saying, help, help, bring me back in. Well, guess what, Bi- uh, you know, Sniffer Biden did. Brought them right back in or in the process of it. Within a few months, every one of them son bitches will be back just like when President Trump took over in 2016. You wait and see. Just wait and see. He'll be right back, corrupted, flooded, and stinking like a damn pond. Scum water. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. In more ways than one, Gunslinger. In more ways than one. Well... Here's another go-around in regards to the COVID relief. According to One American News Network, Democrats begin fast-track process to pass COVID relief without the GOP. Democrats in the upper chamber are continuing to push forward with the next stimulus package, even without Republican support. On the Senate floor Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer voiced the urgency in getting relief to the American people, saying it's a top priority. Schumer said he plans to do so through budget reconciliation, which can expedite passing the vote without GOP support. Hashtag new, the Senate votes 5049 to approve a budget resolution that starts the process of reconciliation to do COVID relief. A tweet posted by Greta Wall on February 2nd. Schumer added he won't allow the process to be delayed, urging his colleagues to think big and quick. So again, we are not going to dilute, dither, or delay because the demands of the American people are so real and so large. We need to think big and think quickly, Schumer stated. This all came after a joint budget resolution was filed by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Schumer. Schumer and Pelosi have filed a joint budget resolution setting up the reconciliation process to streamline passage of Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID package with or without GOP support. This was a tweet posted on Twitter by Elena Treen on February 1st. This is just the first step in the budget reconciliation process 
to pass Joe Biden's massive $1.9 trillion relief package. In that relief package, there's money for foreign countries. There is money being sent to states to bail them out, New York being one of them. I'm sorry, but the state of New York, under Cuomo, has screwed up the budget. They fucked it up. They made the grievous errors. So it is, it is not the responsibility of the federal government to take taxpayer money and shove it into the pockets of the Democrats in Albany. But they're going to do it anyway. And, of course, we know where all that money is going to end up going, to all the shit that it, it was not meant to go to in the first place. But this $1.9 trillion COVID package has too much pork in it. But, again, the Democrats have power. There's a 50-50 split in the Senate. Vice dictator Kamala Kamalto Harris has the deciding vote. And you know which way she's going to vote. So the, the, the Republicans are basically out of the process. They don't get a say. Oh, well, they do. They get to say no. Unfortunately, the Democrats will have that uh, the 51 that 51 majority to say yes which means there's going to be money going to foreign countries that don't like us states are going to get bailouts democrat states mostly and the question becomes how fast do they send out stimulus checks. Now, the Republicans gave them a a streamlined uh, package that only allowed for $1,000, not $1,400. The Democrats are so quick to spend taxpayers' money they really are. Now, the $1,400 stimulus checks, yes. I believe that the taxpayers, especially those in desperate need, could certainly make use of that money. It may not be a lot, but it's better, it, it, at least they have something to try and get a little bit ahead on their bills, mortgage payments, whatever the case may be. But it depends on how fast those checks get sent out. Here's the other fly in the ointment. How bad is this going to set the country back financially as a whole? Gunslinger, what do you think of this uh, fast-tracking that the Democrats are going to do? Does this undermine the... the, uh, does this undermine the process in some way? I, I 
I believe it does, but there's not a whole hell of a lot the Republicans can do about it. So what are your thoughts on this uh, fast-tracking that Pelosi and Schumer are tag-teaming on? Well, yeah, yeah, it's going to... It's just going to chop everything right off at the at the base, okay? You know, they, like you said, there's so much pork in this damn thing that all I hear is squealing like pigs in a fucking pig pen, namely those two, okay? Oh, pig Losi, what do you expect? <laughs> the name says it all, okay? So, yeah, I mean, you know, look at the shit that they tried to pull through when President Trump was in there, all that pork stuff, and he's seen right through it. You know, he's seen exactly right there. Sending these fucking countries money and shit, and they hate our guts and want us blown up and killed and everything, blown off the map. They admit it. I mean, it's not me saying this. They admit it. They'd like to see America burn at the stakes. Okay? You know that. So, and then they're sending money to these these fucking people that hate our guts. Instead of diverting that money into the stimulus to give everybody at least two thousand, hell, with that kind of money, hell, you might get four or five thousand. Okay, but no, oh no, these anti-American scumbags. We well, can't have that now. We can't put Americans first. No, fuck them, motherfuckers. We want to put them. Yeah, all these other foreign son of a bitches. Look at the look at the illegals that are pouring over the border. They get everything: red carpet, you know, place to stay, free medical. Free housing, free transportation, give them driver's license, social security, vote. They ain't even a fucking citizen of this country. What does that tell you? Go ahead. They're desperate to keep their power now that they have it. That's right. Well, I'm going to throw out another story here for discussion. This one also from One American News. Russian court jails Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny. West demands his release. Check this out. And this is this is why I say you don't poke the bear. A Russian court jailed Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny. Navalny I hope I pronounced that right, on Tuesday in a ruling which the opposition politician blamed on what he called President Vladimir Putin's hatred and fear of him. The Moscow court handed Navani a three-and-a-half-year sentence, but his lawyer said the anti-corruption blogger would serve only two years and eight months in jail because of time he has already spent under house arrest. The widely anticipated ruling, which followed nationwide protests calling for Navalny's release, is likely to further strain relations with the West, which is likely to consider imposing sanctions on Russia over its handling of the case. The United States, Britain, and Germany urged Moscow to immediately free Navalny with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken saying Washington could coordinate closely with allies 
to hold Russia accountable. A Navani ally had urged the West before the hearing to hit Putin's inner circle with personal sanctions. Navani's supporters urged people to gather in central Moscow, though riot police had already taken up position. His lawyers said they would appeal the ruling. Navani, Navani, one of Putin's most prominent critics, was arrested on January 17th for alleged parole violations after returning from Germany where he had been recovering from being poisoned with a military-grade nerve agent. <laughs> Navani? Hmm? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, military poison. Ah, <laughs> boy. Woo! <laughs> Well, Navani said Russian state security agents had put the poison in his underpants, something the Kremlin denied. It has (laughs) suggested that Navani is a CIA asset, a charge he rejects, and has told the West to stay out of its domestic affairs. After his arrest, Navani released a YouTube video making allegations about Putin's wealth that was viewed over 100 million times. The Kremlin said it was false. Tuesday's hearing focused on Navani's alleged parole violations over a suspended sentence in a 2014 embezzlement case Navani says was trumped up. But Navani, in a fiery speech to the court, alleged he was jailed because of Putin's concerns about him as a political rival. A suggestion the Kremlin has laughed off, referring to Navani as a troublesome blogger without wide popular support. Putin, 68 years of age, has dominated Russian politics since 2000 and could rule until 2036 under constitutional changes approved in a referendum last year. Someone did not want me to take a single step on my country's territory as a free man. And we know who and we know why. The hatred and fear of one man living in a bunker whom I offended by surviving when he tried to have me killed. Navani, (coughs) excuse me, 44, told the court from inside a glass cage. Outside the court, Reuters reporters saw riot police detain around 70 of Navani's supporters who had gathered to offer their support. The OVD Info monitoring group reported 370 arrests. Navani used Tuesday's hearing to try to frame Putin's place in history. Putin's only method is killing people. However, much he pretends to be a great geopolitician, he'll go down in history as a poisoner. There was Alexander the Liberator, Yaroslav the Wise, and Putin the Underwear Poisoner, said Nalvani. Putin, who the Kremlin said was not following the Navalny hearing, 
and was busy with affairs of state, said in December that reports the Russians, the Russian state had poisoned Navani were part of a U.S.-backed plot to try to discredit him. Putin said Moscow would have finished the job if it had wanted Navani dead. Tuesday's hearing was the result of a request from Moscow's state prison authority, which has <clears throat> accused Navani of violating the terms of a suspended three-and-a-half-year prison sentence for embezzlement. Navani said the conviction, which was criticized by the European Court of Human Rights at the time, was politically motivated. A prison service representative told the court that Navani had violated public order many times since being handed the suspended sentence and had systematically failed to report in. Navani told the court he had been unable to report to the prison service at the end of last year because he was recovering in Germany from being poisoned. The prison service said its complaints predated his poisoning and that Navani had, in any case, been well enough to meet journalists after being discharged from a Berlin hospital in September. Navani, already serving a 30-day detention sentence in connection with the same case, told the court, on what grounds are you saying you don't know where I was? You're misleading the court. Supporters have staged two straight weekends of nationwide protests demanding he be freed. Despite a massive show of police force, the threat of arrest, bitter cold, and the pandemic. While the trigger for, most pro- for those protests was Navani's arrest, some protesters say they have also taken to the streets to vent their frustration over declining living standards. So, when it suits their purpose, the Democrats accuse Trump of colluding with Russia. Now that Trump is not technic- is not in office due to a uh, theft of the election. Dictator Biden and his Secretary of State, Blinken, think every time I see that name or hear that name, I'm thinking of Robin Hood men in tights for some reason. The blind character Blinken. Just goes to show there's a movie reference in something somewhere. Holy Anthony DiNozzo, Batman. Look, America needs to keep its nose out of other countries' business. If there is a human rights violation, if in fact Putin, uh, and it can be proven that Putin had ordered his, this guy's poisoning, then there's a human rights violation and the world court would have to get involved. For the United States 
and ally countries to get involved is a huge mistake and a major blunder, not to mention the least of which, a huge mistake. This is something we should not be getting involved in because that's the last thing we should, we should involve ourselves with, the internal politics of another country. Especially a country that uh, has the ability to get planes close enough to the United States. If Boyd were here, he could tell you how Russian planes uh, skirt the outer edge of our border of our boundaries, barely scratching them, and how those Russian planes get chased back by air by by, mil, by U.S. military planes. Let's face the reality here, folks. This is a very volatile situation. Putin is no fool. He's old school USSR KGB. And Biden and his Democrat cronies are putting us on war footings too fast, way too soon. This country cannot afford to go to war again. But the warmonger Democrats are willing to take that risk and with our lives as well. Gunslinger, what do you think? Well, we all know that the Democrats are warmongers. They want war. You know, they don't want peace. They always want war. You know, there wasn't no war when President Trump was in the office, was there? No. He tried. He avoided it. He didn't. He didn't try. He he did. He did. Brought all the soldiers home. Most of them, anyway. Um, this city is going to put them right back down there, right back there. They don't care if damn if they get killed. They, they don't. These people do not care. Okay, and that's exactly why. Well, like you said, wars are coming. I hear the war drums beating right now, and it's not the Indians next door because they moved out last summer. So. There you go. Just wait and see. Final thought. <laughs> well, did you just say that that was your final thought as well? Well, pretty much, yeah. What is it? It's almost oh, okay. long. All right. Well, then I will render a quick final thought on my end, and we will be on our way to the end of the broadcast. So before you take off, Gunslinger, I'll just say it like this. If war is inevitable, as I suspect we may end up at war again, because the warmongering Democrats don't seem to understand that they're the ones that are risking American lives this time if we end up at war again. The troops in Afghanistan, to give you a a bird's eye view of what I'm talking about, folks, The troops in Afghanistan were supposed to start coming home. They're not. Biden already put the brakes on that idea. So, we are faced with a very serious situation. The 
possibility down the road of America at war somewhere in the world. Oh, yeah. And if that happens, the Democrats should have, should have their jobs stripped from them, especially yep. those in the Oval Office. Oh, yeah. Because bottom lining it, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Biden is a direct threat to our republic. The Democrats are a direct threat to our republic. And if nobody believes that, believe this. We've seen what war does. We know the, the dangers, the risks. Those of us who served have seen our friends go off to battle and come home in a coffin draped with the American flag. Is this the kind of life we have to look forward to again under the Biden dictatorship? I suspect it's a very, a very, very real and likely possibility. And for all you liberals out there who believe that I'm blowing smoke or that I'm some sort of conspiracy theorist, my name isn't Alex Jones or David Sponheim. I don't do conspiracy theories. I don't listen to conspiracy theories. I don't like conspiracy theories. The only conspiracy theory is sitting in the Oval Office. And, it, and his is no conspiracy theory. His is a conspiracy to, and to put this country down the toilet and flush it away. Like I said one night, he's like Nero. He's going to fiddle while America burns. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. Thank you very much for tuning in. My thanks to Cherokee Rose, Gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana, Iggy Mom, and uh, to that Twitch viewer that was with us as well, and all of you watching and listening by archives. Uh, since the video platforms are are being very kind to me tonight, and since the weather conditions have allowed the broadcast to resume as it should, I will be uploading a regular <laughs> copy of this broadcast to rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N. So by tomorrow morning, it'll be fully uploaded. I usually give that long of an estimate because it does take a little time to um, to render it up there proper. But by tomorrow morning, you'll be able to go to rumble.com slash the FFNOIBN. And there you'll find other broadcasts, previous shows of this uh, of, of ours, and and even some op-eds and uh, a few other things along the way too. In the meantime, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. 
Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And on that note, we are out of here, America. Good night from Firefox News Online headquarters in New York.